This episode of The Final Score is brought to you in part by Typefrag.com. Use the code SCORE at checkout and save 50% on that new Ventrilo server. This episode is also brought to you by GoDaddy.com. Use the codes FROG1, FROG2, and FROG3. Save some money on domains, hosting, renewals, and more at GoDaddy.com. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of The Final Score. This is the video game podcast that we throw together each and every week and bring to your ear holes. My name is Scott Johnson. I'm joined this week by, uh, let's go, what, did I do ladies first last time? You no, did. It's fine then. All right, okay. well then we'll do ladies first again and say Brian Dunaway is with us today. Brian, hello. Hi, how you doing? I'm glad we have something new for your ear hole besides the earwax. Yeah, that's true. I have a little. You should have let Nicole go first. I blew it. I keep my earwax and make sculptures out of it. Uh, I do little miniature like uh, I'm making a, an SCV from Starcraft. Right <laughs> That's just disgusting. Yeah. I think I saw that in a movie one time. Yeah, it may have been. It was called Shrek. It reminds me of that. <laughs> oh, that was Shrek. Was it Shrek? Oh, yes. He pulls the earwax out of his ear and lights it as a candle. There was an episode yeah. of MASH where Radar was looking in someone's ear and said it looks like a little nativity scene, which kind of made me laugh. Anyway, How did we get on this topic? I don't know, but Nicole's joining us as well. Nicole, you're calling all the way from Atlanta, Georgia, uh, there for Dragon Con, so I feel like we have a special episode today. A little Dragon yeah, Con rep. How's of. it going? Mm-hmm. It's a uh, Dragon Con time. Yeah, so. Dragon Con 2010. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you having fun so far? Or are you are you waiting to be done with this to go have some fun? <laughs> I was say, Kim, Kim and I are just hanging out in the hotel room, and we're going to go downtown after this. Another lady downtown. of lead. <laughs> That's where Tom goes. <laughs> And you're going to meet up with all our friends and everybody yeah, and hang out? Yep. Yeah. Veronica, Ibid, uh, maybe Len. Dunaway. Len Peralta. Len. Len Peralta. And, Bro- meet, and, and Kim is there right now, right? Yes, she's here right now. Shout out. Can we hear it? Yeah, give Kim, a shout out. do a shout out. Hey, guys. <laughs> all right. Now, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> she can't hear you. I have my headphones on. Uh, very nice. Well, Brian's going tomorrow, so he'll be able to report from there as well. And uh, it's just nice to see a uh, final score representing two out of three. Yeah, That's we'll right. have a table. We'll have a table there um, over by the podcasting science stuff. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. along with along with Twit and uh, Sword and Laser, who technically yep. are part of Frog Pants. Technically, Frog Pants is way more representative here than anyone else, if you think about it. Gonna be fun, which makes me feel good. But anyway, welcome to the show, everybody. We are excited to bring it to you, and we'll hurry because uh, you know, uh, Nicole. Nicole has things to drink. (laughs) No, uh, I'm just much of a drinker. She's not much of a drinker. I make it up. But then there's this. I need food. That is uh, the sign that we have some news to talk about, and we're going to talk about the thing that I think matters most this week, and the thing that I am most excited about, and that is Marty McFly and Doc Brown reunite. For Say what? New Back yes. in the Future games, Brian, from Telltale Games. I'm so excited. You know, it's weird that, that this came out because they were they put up some teaser art. Mm-hmm. Which uh, I loved. You didn't like it? It was fine, but it didn't have anything to do with, with Back to the Future. It was like Tycho from Penny Arcade. 
uh, it was uh, what's his name? Uh, somebody from the T- TF2 team. I forget which which character. <laughs> and then something else I don't remember. Like nothing to do with Back to the Future. Oh, Sam and Max were in it or something or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Well, it seems like they're crossing. There's even a few guest appearances. Yeah. In this, it looks like, and maybe that's what's maybe that's what's going on. Uh, but it's kind of interesting when they say Marty McFly and Doc Brown reunite. I'm, I are they playing the voices or just only Doc it, it, Brown is playing? Yeah, the voice. Christopher yeah, Lloyd's um, playing the voice. I, oh, I wish exactly. they would get Michael J. Fox. Yeah, why oh, not? He do he could still do voice work. He's done a bunch of stuff here recently. He could totally yeah. do that. That's too totally. bad. Probably wants more yeah. money. But Christopher Lloyd ain't doing crap right now. You know what? No, what? Yeah, I'll do it. Like, Didn't Christopher Lloyd do the cartoon as well? Remember the cartoon? Uh, yeah, but I don't think that was him. Well, I'm really digging the artwork on the uh, announcement page. Yeah, it's awesome, this. dude. Great stylized look. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited about this. And we can assume that yeah. this is going to be in the telltale tradition of you know graphic adventure style game. Oh, yes. Uh, which I am totally 100% fine with. And I'm very, very excited. So uh, watch for this coming soon. There's an entire press release. And it, um, uh, we'll link to that because I want people to be able to read this. So, what do we do? We have any expectations outside of well, we're 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 nerds for the '80s movies, and we can't see wait to see this beloved film, you know, be made into a video game. And we we trust and like the Telltale guys. Any mm-hmm. uh, any other expectations uh, going Lots. forward about this game? Lots for me because uh, co-creator and writer Bob Gale is going to be involved with this, so he's actually trying to carry on the whole story of of everything that Doc Brown and, and, and Marty did. They're How cool is that? Yeah. I think it's re- great. It kind of reminds me of what they did with the Ghostbusters story. Yeah. You know, that was, that game was awesome and yeah. it just carried on. It made me feel like I was watching another Ghostbusters movie as I was playing the game. So that's what I have hopes for this as well. Yeah. It seems like, I was, voice- oh, go ahead, Brian. I was totally satisfied with Ghostbusters in that way. And I hope that's what happens here too. Cause they could not go back and recapture that so many years later. So it's good to see this live on in a, d- a different medium, this still entertaining story, but allows you to mm-hmm. get involved. Yeah. So Robert uh, Zemeckis and Steven Spielberg really were the, the major uh, force bet- behind the movies. I had forgotten mm-hmm. totally that Steven Spielberg's Amblin Entertainment was sort of the production company for this. So that was a yes. nice reminder. Um, but it's exciting. I'm totally stoked. So the quicker, the better. Do we have a date? I didn't see a date. Uh, October 26th. No, that's the Blu-ray coming out. So that's not that. That's their 25th anniversary. Uh, There's, I don't believe there is a solid date. No, Uh, they're just, they were announcing that because PAX is this weekend as well. Yes. um, The, the DeLorean time machine is going to make it a guest appearance at PAX. Apparently. Oh my gosh. Something's going to have to give between PAX and Dragon Con. I know. I hate that. You know what I think they're going to do? Combine the Some, two. Well, somebody's going to have to, you know, it's like a game of chicken. Some, somebody, <laughs> somebody's going to have to blink and change their dates. They'll have to. Because this, this is, there's too much, too much of a shared fan base. People really do feel like they're being split between these two great cons. Mm-hmm. And it would be really nice. Not that everybody can go to both anyway, but you do have some of that crossover. So if they both want to maximize ticket sales, and not that either one is having trouble, they both sold out, right? Yeah, um, yeah, totally. But think about that. If they could stagger well, see, they them. Don't, they don't really have a sellout on a Dragon Con, mm. unlike Comic Con. So um, it's, I, I don't know exactly how they do that. I'm not, even sure, I'm not even sure PAX totally sold out either. I know they sold out of their three-day passes where they get the combo passes. Yes. Um, but I think their single-day pass stuff is still available. I'm not 100% sure about that. 
And you could even argue that this is all the way on the West Coast and, and Atlanta is all the way on the East Coast, so it works out really good. But for people like me, I would, I would go to both if I could. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. I would too. So there you have it. Uh, Marty McFly, Doc Brown, bring it. We're ready for it. Uh, also in the news this week, major StarCraft II update coming with lots of balancing. Did a little reading about this. This marks the first time in the history of StarCraft, even StarCraft One, where Blizzard lets people know what's coming before it comes. Yeah, they've never done that before. They've basically said, you know, well, I shouldn't say they've never done it before. They certainly do it with other games, World of Warcraft being the most prominent. They let us know well in advance what a patch will hold. Um, So maybe they're just sort of applying that to this. There's also a a, there was a lot of uproar that there was a lot of imbalance in the game from some of the more hardcore players. Not stuff you and I would notice. Uh, Oh, yes, it is. But <laughs> Hawkido beat me. I know there's something wrong when Hawkido beat. He's playing Protoss. Yeah. Oh, is he? And you're and you're playing Terran. There, there is. Yeah, but there's you're but, at a but see, inherent you're, disadvantage to Protoss. But you right guys, now. but you see, you guys are actually arguing against the common thought right now, which is that Terran is way overpowered. Yes, that's what they're saying. That uh, and apparently I'm not playing it right. So and that Protoss has got some early game overpower, mm-hmm. and that the Zerg are completely underpowered all around the joint. I've heard a lot of people say that, yeah, which is odd. I think you can. I mean, obviously, people can still win, but yes, they're gonna they're gonna patch all this, so it is going to take you longer to make zealots, as one example. Mm. Uh, Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Hakito, you're going down. Yeah, that'll keep oh, I love too. it when it takes longer to make stuff. Yay! <laughs> no, I'm not playing. Oh wait a minute, I was thinking that was a. Uh... For the Protoss. It Protoss. is Protoss, yeah. it is. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's totally then Protoss. I, then I was right. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, if you want to read about this, we have the entire sort of uh, uh, prediction of what is being changed in patch 1.1. And I think it's great that Blizzard continues to support games in this way. I mean, think about it. We have a long... If anyone thinks this is the end-all, be-all patch, or that they were never going to patch it. I mean, there are a lot of people that sort of you know land on the side of, wow, Blizzard's never going to change the fact that my Zerg sucks for this or whatever. They they do this and they do it for years. I think the last StarCraft patch that I remember for StarCraft One was like a year and a half ago. Yeah. So they support their games all the way up through, you know, a time. And look how fast this patch came. Yeah, it was crazy. It's good though. This is and, and the thing about it is, I've never really uh, been want to be on the StarCraft Two uh, forums that much. I just cl- silently complained over here, Nicole. You know, like oh, this sucks. I don't think that's right. Blah blah blah. <laughs> and, you know. But you know they've got people who are really reading the forums over there on uh, you know Battle.net and oh, yeah. uh, taking those things into consideration. Yep, totally. They're listening. They're listening, Brian, right now. Uh, and also in the news this week, Xbox voice chat getting a major upgrade and gold prices are going up. Let's talk about the voice chat thing first. Okay. Uh, these are not real. They don't really coincide. In other words, they're not saying they're raising their prices because they have better voice. That would be really terrible if they did that. Yeah, that would be stupid. They say, quote, the codec we've used since we launched uh, was a low bit uh, rate, <laughs> low bit rate. I was thinking low rate <laughs> was a low bit rate codec. That, and we stuck with that. Uh, he goes on to say we launched it. And uh, when we did it, the, the Internet broadband only required a 64K connection. In other words, it wasn't very much. And at the time they, they made their voice sort of good enough within that Mm -hmm. lower limit of bandwidth and that's all changed now so come november you'll be able to hear someone call me a misguided racial epithet or question my sexuality in a clearer detail yeah nice i'm not that excited who gives a rat i I don't care i don't use it anyway so this is i i'm the same way and the only time i ever really used it i I can never hear anything anyway because 
it's just all noise because everybody's, especially when I'm playing like uh, Modern Warfare. I mean, it's just or Halo, people. whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's just people talking constantly. I can't understand anything, and all I'm hearing is expletives, and it's just like, oh goody, nothing it doesn't doesn't matter to me. Yeah, it doesn't affect me when I do when I play with friends with voice. We do it on Skype or yes, event exactly or something else. Which I know not everybody's going to drag their notebook or their iPhone out and do that or whatever, but I do. So whatever. It doesn't matter to me. I could play and y'all make me do that. I'm like, oh, I can bring my laptop in here. Okay. But, and this is a big but, Xbox Live is going up, Brian. I know you're a big fan of getting it on the cheap on Amazon.com, but it's mm-hmm. all changing. So check this I out. I will still probably get it cheaper, but mm, it's still going up. One month gold subscription used to be $7.99. It is now $10.99. Three three month gold was nineteen ninety nine is now twenty four ninety nine and twelve month gold forty nine ninety nine uh, is now fifty nine ninety nine and I, I I'm not that worked up about it especially the year yeah. one because ten bucks dude whatever it's an extra what that's that's what I do for yeah. buy it by the year it's it's less than a dollar a month more yeah uh, for that it it amazes me that this this kind of Xbox uh, it it spurred on a lot of talk about. Xbox versus PlayStation Mm -hmm. and both sides kind of came out with their, you know, the fanboys of, I, I like live because of this and I like PSN because of this. And honestly, I, I I don't know if you looked at the spreadsheet. I got, I I, I said, I wanted to just lay it out and to see, (laughs) you know, comparison, the free PSN versus the, the free Xbox Live Silver, the PSN Plus versus the Xbox Live Gold. And what it, to me, what it boils down to is what is your priority? What do you want out of? So is, if community is important and having like community game nights, then Xbox Live is great for that stuff. I mean, they really soar on creating community events where you can play and kind of host games and do all that stuff. Right. PlayStation, not so much. Yeah. But that's not what I'm going there for. You yeah, know, yeah. so the, the the problem is all of us who are and we're all in this boat, but all of us who are interested in both sides mm-hmm. and love games on both platforms and being told that we got to pay more kind of kind of bites. But mm-hmm. yeah. that's how this stuff goes. I mean, normally what you would do is you'd roll out some improvements, right? You'd come out and say, all right, well, you can still or maybe even create another tier and say, OK, well, look, you, you know, silver now includes multiplayer. But gold includes more, and and you and you well, not silver because I already I already have a silver. Let's say it's another color or another metal. Platinum, platinum, platinum users. So gold stays as it is, right? Let's say eight bucks yeah. a month. You're good. Keep doing it the way you're doing it. Platinum, they get better voice. They get um, more demos earlier. They get money off of the games they buy or something. More of a plus kind of system. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And see, they could have totally sold me that way. They could have said, they totally "Okay, could. well, plus is doing the beta, early beta stuff." We want to compete with that, so we're going with a platinum account, and I've been solid. But they're forcing all their gold users to upgrade, whether they want to or not. And they're they're right. saying you're getting you're getting the Hulu Plus, yeah, which, which is great. But they said you know, but they're they're it's just not. But that's not for a while. I mean, that yeah, be, yeah, it just kind of it kind of tests me just a little bit that that they would do that because they they tried to explain it away with saying, oh, we're going to add. Uh, you know the the Hulu Plus. What if I don't want it? Right. What if I just want to stick with what I got? Yeah. Well, don't you get? Well, they have that ESPN ESPN three. How long yeah, have you had that? But you don't you don't get anything with it unless you all you all they're saying is we're giving you the ability to purchase ESPN stuff 
thanks. Mm. Thanks for giving me the ability to purchase something. <laughs> to spend more, more money. money. Well, the other, the other ESPN thing coming, though, is different, where you're watching live games and all that. Um, yeah, if you pay for it. Yeah, you're pay, again, yeah, you're paying for it on top of it. And, and Netflix com, uh, users have complained the whole time that they're, to even use Netflix, they have to buy gold. Yeah. Well, that's well. What I read was this ESPN three dot com content is supposed to come at no additional charge. Oh, with the Xbox. Com content's going to be nothing. It's the premium <laughs> content that's going to cost you something. I mean, it's like it's like when you can you can go to the ESPN website and you can watch you can watch the little squiggly lines go back and forth yeah, with your favorite yeah. team and watch the occasional gotcha. every. 30 second update of your team, but that's not watching it. That's not experiencing the game. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that in front of my TV. I know that <laughs> you're going to do it on your iPhone or on your iPad or yeah. on your computer, on your notebook or whatever. Well, it is interesting that these systems are really getting into, you know, the almost like the app, if you want to call it, because like with PS3, they're, they partnered with uh, major league baseball and they're doing something through them and then you have yes. Netflix and you have all these little extra things that are being kind of built upon these systems that when they first came out, you know, we didn't even think of that stuff. So yeah. all my misgivings aside, I, I'm going to keep getting live and I'm going to keep enjoying my Xbox and it's all fine and it's not that much more for a year. So I recommend the year for people. If they're doing the month to month, you really are paying a lot more in the long haul. Oh, yes. Um, the, the, the best way I saw the difference between um, the two was that the multiplayer they 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 related it to a hamburger where the multiplayer component of it is the patty <laughs> and then <laughs> I don't know where this analogy is going I like it and then like all the extra stuff is like the condiments of the hamburger condiments <laughs> like you put your condiments on your meat right I'm with you right oh anyway go ahead but I, I think I think Nicole should post her uh, analysis of that um, that she has on Google. I think she should share that with everybody. She the had, world. She had me at condiments. Yeah. Uh, speaking of condiments and Nicole, Nicole, tell us about Mafia 2's Jimmy Vendetta DLC. And are you excited because you just finished the game? Yeah. So what confuses me about this announcement is that the DLC, remember I told you I got DLC the day it came out? Right. I played, so I finished Mafia 2 last night, and then I started in on my DLC. Yeah. And it's um, The Revenge of Jimmy or something like that. And it, I play, <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the name of it. No, you but really anyway, paid attention. I know. But no, what's confusing is that this DLC that was announced that's coming out on September 7th seems identical to the DLC that I have for the PS3 right now. Because mm. as I was reading it, I'm like, this, I'm playing this guy, Jimmy. And I'm, it's a quest-based, and it's very open world. Um, but what annoys me about this DLC is that the game itself has probably about 15 achievements that are all based on this DLC called Jimmy's Vendetta. And even though I'm doing Jimmy's quest through the PS3 uh, DLC, I'm not getting any of those achievements. So you're saying the DL- for this DLC is paying for achievements in a way. Yeah, and it's kind of ticked me off. That's weird. <laughs> well, I know. Well, it- something similar happened with um, Assassin's Creed Two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where you couldn't, you could not get a hundred percent of your achievements without buying the DLC, and yeah. that's what this is that's, doing that's too. That's dirty. It that is. is just it's dirty, dirty, but it's also you can see why they, you'd see why they do this. I mean, you know, yeah. they're 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 trying to maximize you know as much money as they can here, and and. The, 
to me, to me, it's it strikes of. Uh, do you remember how we scoffed at achievements? Yeah, I do remember that. Achievements remember are here. That? Achievements are huge, mm-hmm. and there's no denying it. And it's an important part of games now, and will forever be a part of them. But what happens is, as time goes on, these developers will figure out ways to milk as much money out of achievements as they can. And it's a good thing on consoles. I don't care that much about achievements because I really don't. It's like it's not a big deal to me at all on consoles. That's never appealed to me. So I still scoff mm-hmm. at it. It appeals me in World of Warcraft. It really appeals to me in StarCraft. For some reason, there are certain PC game implementations of these things that have really wrote me in. And honestly, mostly Blizzard games, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but but on the whole, you know, I mean, even uh, uh, Steam's doing plenty of achievements. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I'm not gonna care lie. I get those. a little excited now. No, I, don't. I don't. I don't. I don't seek the achievements. When I get one. I feel kind of special. Well, yeah, when you get one, it's fine. But see, you're everybody not, grats you. You know, say, hey, grats, man, you got it. But you're not gonna. <laughs> but you're not gonna get that. I mean, you're not gonna buy that DLC for the achievements. Then you're not even on their radar. No, because you're just well, getting them as you get them. Because right. what was annoying to me with this game is I loved this game, and I was I, I thought maybe this will be one of because I never do a hundred percent, but I was thinking maybe I'm gonna go for a hundred percent on these achievements. But then I find out I have to buy the DLC and the, the the content that was given to me with the PS3 since I bought it through Best Buy and it um, actually I think it was just because of it's a PS3 version. It's called the Betrayal of Jimmy. Mm, so it's the wow. same character. So it's Jimmy's Vendetta and the Betrayal of Jimmy. It, it, <laughs> wow! Like, I'm confused. <laughs> Why did they have to make it so complicated? <laughs> Very yes, fascinating. Did. You're sending me this game, so I'm gonna try it. Well, I don't know if I'm going to send it to you now because I want to. Oh, because you got that. Uh-huh. Yeah, do that first. Do that first. Wait until all that's over with for you. But yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to just dabble. The reviews are so kind of divisive. Like, yeah, some people love this and some people hated it. And there's it's not a lot of in between. I mean, it's a. We'll we'll talk about it when we're all right in the play. We're, we're the getting play there. Time. So uh, be excited for that. I guess Tuesday, September seventh. That DLC will be available for the PS3, 360, and PC for $9.99 or 800 Microsoft points. <laughs> I don't know what those are. All right. I don't like the Nintendo ones either. I'm just saying it's all stupid. I hate points. By the way, I'm getting a lot of grief for that. People are like, "Good, you need to learn to accept points. It's a way of the future. I'm like, no, it isn't, dude. If, if I don't, you don't like his points list, write him. I, next, time I go, <laughs> next time I go to McDonald's, they're going to say, all right, it'll be $10 and say, I only got 800 Microsoft points and see what they say. <laughs> Tell you what, send me your hate mail for Scott and then I'll forward it to him. Perfect. Brilliante. All right, moving on to our quick list of news. This is where we rip through them real fast. And I'm going to start with Company of Heroes gets a new trailer and open beta next week. Not Company of Heroes. Company of Heroes Online. Mm. That's right. Brian, you so excited? Because this is like the the, the, the RTS uh, series. Yes, from I'm Relic. excited. And I've already downloaded it. So I'm really excited. Yeah, I okay. signed up for the beta. And uh, so I'm, I was waiting for the open beta because I didn't want to be in the closed beta. Yeah. I feel very claustrophobic. So now the open beta is coming out. Mm, I'm there. All right, Nicole, you you still hate the RTS uh, genre enough to not care? Is that about what us? this is? Our, I I watched the uh, it's, the no, uh, little trailer and it looked like person. a yeah yeah. I thought Company they, of Heroes was an RTS. Why do I? Why am uh, I thinking that? It's the that's, relic. That's Rouge or it's whatever the bin it is. Rouge. Smoking the crack, maybe. Oh, you know what? <laughs> it's still it is relic. Let me tell you what this is. Oh <laughs> no no no! This is fascinating because this is. This is still THQ and Relic. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Relic, Relic's involvement in this game was always an, an RTS. Are you guys sure this isn't an RTS? 
No, it's first person. I've seen. Trailer. Yeah, I've seen the. Uh, uh, if you watch the trailer, uh, the <laughs> all the gameplay is first person shooter. And honestly, so unless they're messing with us. Yeah, I yeah. didn't. I didn't well, see the trailer. I just heard the name. Went. Oh, cool! I played the hell out of those games. I had Company of Heroes one and two, or I guess was it one and two? Whatever it was. I had all the expansions, yeah. and I played them. And these are this is Relic we're talking about. So if they're if they're getting into this, see, this looks like they're RTS, dude. Uh, I swore in the chat room said it's RTS, but yeah, the trailer I'm, doesn't look RTS. It's all well. Neither does their game. See what we're I'm looking at it now. What we're seeing is the no, way that so they did. Sad. It's the way they did cutscenes in that game. So I knew I wasn't smoking crack. This is I've been hornswoggled. Well, and I watched the trailer and I thought they already made this game and it was called Mag. Yeah, or World War II Online. You guys remember that? That thing is old. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's all that is. Those are cutscenes. So now I'm the only one looking forward to it. (laughs) No, I'm looking forward to it too. I love those games. They. Yep. Relic makes a hell of a good RTS. It's very different than than StarCraft, though. That kind of RTS. It's like squad based, and you're not sitting around collecting crystals and gas. You know, you're just sort of you're yes. just doing. It's more of a tactics game. But anyway, recommended. Uh, and yes, and if you play the old ones, they're on sale on Steam right now. Yeah, for cheap, 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 couple bucks. Borderlands Game of the Year announced. Gearbox just uh, re- revealed that Game of the Year edition via Borderlands will come out and it will be a re-release for the 360 PS3 and PC on October 12th. The package will include all four DLC add-ons plus a fold-out map of the game's territories. <gasps> a fold-out map. Remember that when That was the big thing to put in every game as a map. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. 50 when I got bucks. my StarCraft 2, I got my big map, didn't I? 50 bucks for that. Speaking of fast, Gamefly getting faster. Uh, Nicole, you found this. What uh, What's the gist? Well, from, so all I really hear about Gamefly is, oh, they're so slow, and oh, I don't use them. And I honestly haven't had that experience because yeah. I have a system in place to mm. get my games mm. that a friend of mine told me about and actually works. Um, but this this press release came out that they are in they're actually installing a new piece of software to help them assess their, um, I guess, cases and the delivery mechanisms and kind of working with the post office and things like that. So they have a lot, from what the press release says, it seems like they have a lot of kind of extra steps that they have to do in the warehouse. So this is going to speed up the process maybe. Mm. I just think, I think Netflix should get into this and I either can keep two (laughs) two videos at home or one game. That's what I should get to do. Yeah. Then I'm. Then we're done. No more Gamefly. So it is interesting that Gamefly is recognizing that they need to kind of increase Pick up the pace. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I I just quickly did a scan online to see if people are still complaining. I'm like, yep, people are still complaining. They always will. Yeah. And it was a it was a deciding factor for me not to uh, do it this last time, but I might have to give them a little I try. Give them a try when things you know yeah, if it's faster. That's one of their biggest problems. So uh, here's my. You want my yeah, tip? Go ahead, tip. Give us All pro, right. pro so, tip. If you want a new release from Gamefly, do not have in your queue a bunch of old games. <laughs> Seriously, clear it all out. Because and, they don't and, use a computer. There's just some old guy there, and he goes, well, we got lots of. It Center works. It, that, it works. Because this, I got Heavy Rain this way. I cleared out my entire queue. I only had Heavy Rain in before it was released, so I had saved it. And as yeah. soon as it released, I had it the day. Wow, wow, you dude. are so evil for giving out this great information because you're going to totally ruin it for me now. No, I like I like your pro tip. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. I will remember that if I ever get on that Gamefly again. Two DLC packs coming for split second. 
don't care. Hey, man, you told me when I got Blur that, that I, it, it, they'd keep it up to date, man, and it'd be the awesome, but I like, like Blur. split seconds whooping butt on that. Well, true, but I'll give you that on DLC, but the game itself still better. I like Blur a lot better. Did you finish Blur? Uh, moving on to our next story. <laughs> I think the exact quote Scott said was, I'm going to finish Blur. I'm going to play it every day for a week. I didn't give you a date that I would be done. So I plan on beating that game. I'm going to do it. Uh, I'll I'll just give you a hard time. (laughs) Quick note. I want to just make mention of this. Uh, Bastion, a new game from the folks at Big Giant Games, brand new development house, just released a a video. Is a shooter game? No. This is not a first-person shooter. Uh, it's called Bastion. It has, there's a video. There's a site. Uh, there's a bunch of screenshots, and it looks pretty awesome. I'm really excited for these guys. I love indie development, and I wanted to give them a shout-out. That's at supergiantgames.com. And this I looks awesome. I did watch earlier this. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Looks Universe, pretty I don't know what's going on there yet, but it looks kind of. there's a little bit of Death Spank action kind of maybe. That's uh, all you have to it, say for, say for I'm, me. I'm surprised yeah. you really liked it because it's kind of got that anime look to it oh i don't think so it's definitely westernized i mean it's it's for sure stylized and oh yeah it, it looks cartoony. like yeah it looks like a combination of the two yeah yeah but i didn't i didn't get too much anime vibe from it uh, i can always i can smell that crap like a mile away dude <laughs> but it looked like fun yeah true. i like how the world falls apart behind you and and, and collects in front of you it's, it's really neat yeah, it's like my real life yeah i'll say uh fat princess feel yeah a little bit that's a good point very fat princessy if that's a word University of Florida teaches a class with StarCraft II. Nicole, you found this also. What in the crap is going on in Florida? It's awesome. I'm going to the University of Florida. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so did they teach a class with StarCraft II, or did they teach with a class it. about StarCraft II? Yeah, it's with. They're using oh. StarCraft as a vehicle. Um, well, it says it, it, they don't teach about StarCraft, but it aims to utilize the game and the complex situations that arise within the game uh, to develop important skills professionals will undoubtedly need in the 21st century workforce. Wow. It says the, the course includes regular, or excuse me, required weekly gameplay, viewing, <laughs> viewing, sorry, mom, <laughs> viewing and analysis of recorded matches, written assignments with emphasis, uh, analysis and synthesis of real slash game world concepts and collaboration with students. Wow. I think Can't it's a great idea. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I like games. Can't wait as... those people get out in the real world. <laughs> Well, well, games I, I teach mean, you this, this stuff. A, this isn't a new thing. I mean, a lot of colleges actually do courses. I mean, there's yeah. World of Warcraft courses and Portal was, courses. And when I was a kid, we had Pac-Man. <laughs> you didn't have Pac-Man classes, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <You> <laughs> Whatever, didn't. dude. South Carolina is weird. We yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, no, video games can can teach. We can yeah. do some learning with some video games, and that is the truth. And that is your quick fire news for this week. Good stuff in there generally, and uh, hey, go Florida. All right, uh, where are we now? Let's do done deal. Got a lot of good deals for people today. If I could find the thing, I'd play it, and there it is right there. Done. Done. Deal! That sound is me getting hit in the gut while my money falls out. (laughs) Done deal this week. Get the free Epic Citadel demo for your iPhone and iPad. I've been playing around with this, and it has me so unbelievably excited it looks awesome for what epic's gonna do dude i mean I, right I, I saw the thing on stage uh for the for the keynote and i thought well okay but i think those guys are fooling with me here i mean this looks like it's all buttered up and made to look more perfect than it probably is and and all of that it is a 
striking demo. And if that is what if that is what is capable, even on my 3GS, let alone my iPad with the A4 chip in it, I am so stoked for what they're going to bring to this to this platform. Very excited. So go get it. It's free. Epic Citadel. Free. Yeah, get it on your Pack iPhone, whatever. Free. If you have some, you know, I do not recommend it if you have a 3G phone or a older iPod Touch. It's definitely for the newer stuff. I mean, it, as far as, you know, fluidity and smoothness and all that. Say it again. Fluidity and smoothness. Fluidity. Fluidity and smoothness. <laughs> Sam and Max, The Devil's Playhouse on Steam, nineteen ninety nine. The original price was thirty four ninety nine. Don't you feel like a sucker? You just bought this like... Well, I know ago. I bought it when I bought the whole set. I didn't. I haven't. I don't have Devil's Playhouse yet. I bought the big oh, combo yeah. thing. Oh, and it was cheap. It's like nineteen bucks for all of it, or something. I don't remember what it was, but I got all the episodes for one low price on Steam. Do you find that it's hard to keep track of those games when they're episodic type games? It is if you're not keeping up. Yeah. Yeah. It. it <laughs> That would be me. And I don't either. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of coming to it late anyway, and I don't even know where the hell I am in it. Yeah. So I can't even. I couldn't even watch Lost when it's free on TV. <laughs> <laughs> now you gotta be. Now you gotta pay to be confused, Brian. Yeah. Oh well. Uh, also, Battlefield Bad Company Two: Command and Conquer Four, seventeen dollars and ninety-seven dollars ninety-seven. dollars and ninety-seven. That's how they get you. They first say it's only seventeen dollars. And ninety-seven dollars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's each for digital download of the EA store. Uh, that's not bad. That's that is a great deal yeah. for Battlefield Back Company too. Yeah, Nicole, mm. Nicole has made it known before that that is one of her favorite games lately. I love that game. We yep. need to play it. Awesome. I don't have it. I, I have it on PS3. I don't even have it at all. You should get it. It's only seventeen ninety-seven on digital download at EA store. <laughs> I'm not going. The, I don't like the EA store. Shut up and buy it. <laughs> I still don't, that didn't help. I still don't like him. Done deal. Done deal. Uh, Ghostbusters, 25% off. We were talking about that earlier. Amazon.com, $14.99. Awesome. Get it. It is. Uh, I played some of this. I didn't love, love it, but it, but it's if you love the movie, it's it's a must play. Yeah. I thought the game was fun, and the story was really intriguing. I just wish the acting was better from all those guys. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it just it's doesn't work in a video game. It's hard. Nobody really pulls that off well. It's a lot of uncanny valley kind of stuff happening. But There's anyway. some weird mechanics in that game. It took me a little, it took a little while to get used to it. I, I've been told that the Wii version is actually the best version to play. Of I've that heard game. that. I've heard that too. I also think I've also heard the characters are cooler in it. Like they're yeah, way more. I, I played both stylized. in. Uh, I actually, actually rented both from Blockbuster as a comparison, and uh, yeah, I, I I thought the Wii was pretty fun, it, and it really was. It really came down to. Using that wand just really mm-hmm. helped a lot. Do you still have your Blockbuster uh, copies? Uh, yeah, I, I haven't taken them back yet. They well, are you may as well hold on to them. No. <laughs> you may as well hold on to them because they may go bankrupt and it won't matter anyway. I thought they already filed bankrupt. I don't know if it was official yet, but it's no. all signs point to goodbye. Hey, this wouldn't be the first time, and you know, maybe the last though. Maybe those guys have got issues. No question about it. All right, here's this. Well, we all thought Kmart was gone. Oh, whoops. Yeah, Kmart Sorry. still exists. As ghetto as it is, it still exists. <laughs> Great deals. All right, now there's this. Hey, what are you playing? <laughs> time for playtime. Scott has been playing Tropico. Again, I blame Veronica Belmont. Uh, she talked me into getting it. It is great. Like, I, you know, I kind of lost interest in city building games and civilization sort of building games 
since uh, the old 2D ones went away. Because I thought the jump to 3D, like, um, I was, uh, I've, I made it known on the show before, but I, I loved, like, Zeus and the oh, Impressions yeah. games, like uh, uh, Pharaoh, and what was the other one I played a ton of? Uh, Rise of the Middle Kingdom. They were all really, really great, and I was 100% addicted to them, and I still play Rise of the Middle Kingdom on my PC now, and it's old as dirt, but it's just awesome. And those kind of games went 3D and got weird and too complicated. And it's not just the 3D that did it. They tried new game mechanics and stuff that just kind of jacked it up. And I became really disenchanted with the whole genre. Uh, Tropico brings it back, man. Like, they're kind of yeah. they're kind of nailing it. It's, it's also really politically charged and very funny, um, which is unusual for a game like this. And it's also, you know, you're, you're basically building Cuba. Even in sandbox mode, your goal is to build, you know, this... This off the coast of the U.S., you know, political hotspot with communism and everything else, and it's it's very it's weird, weirdly political. The whole game is, but yeah. so much fun, so addicting, so much fun to just build crap and see what happens, and and build out your you know build out your island and go crazy with the politics and creating your own little like leader guy. That's you know my guy looks ridiculous. His name is uh, El El Ferrigno del Taco. Is his name. <laughs> And uh, El Ferrigno del Taco walks around with a giant stogie uh, cigar, a big top hat, and a and a woman's dress, and a oh, and a and a mustache like uh, um, uh, who am I thinking of? Like uh, 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 Virgil Earp, a must- like a Virgil, okay. like a Virgil Earp mustache, like just gotcha. ridiculous mustache, and he's always walking around going, ah, "How is my city going?" Oh, and it's just fun, dude. So Tropico Three is the game, not just Tropico. I see it on Steam all the time. It'll go on sale, and I always debate it, and I always never buy it. But now that you guys have actually played it and say it's good, then really I'm going like to have to go for it. Because I watch the trailer. Every time I watch the trailer, for some reason, there's something about the trailer that just turns me off, and I end up not buying it. I'm like, nah, wait. It looks incredible <laughs> on my on my new doghouse dog as well. It looks really, really mm-hmm. nice. So that's all I've had time for. I was out of town all last weekend, and that's weekends are usually my playtime anyway, or the most of my playtime, and I was gone uh, celebrating my wedding anniversary, so we Yay. we came Yay. back and I've not played anything since I got home. But Tropico is awesome. I totally totally recommend it. Brian, what have you been playing this week? Well, this week uh, I was um, I woke up to a happy surprise Wednesday. No, not you, that. You picked a, your uh, oh. a new Angry Birds uh, update. Th- these people just keep coming with the Angry Birds updates. I love it. I love that I've only played, I paid like 99 cents for this game, and it just keeps giving and giving. Yeah. Well, I was a little disappointed that they did take out the Michael Jackson bird what? on this one. So. What? Yeah, no Michael Jackson bird in this What? Game. There's no Michael Jackson bird. There's no Michael Jackson bird. <laughs> you're, so, you're, you're talking about plants versus zombies. I'm like, what are you talking Such about? Such a turd. <laughs> totally made that oh, But anyway, up. yeah, it, it's, it's fun. I got I get to play a new level. Um, on, I didn't have any new birds this time around, but um, I just love that game. I can't stop playing it. Mm. Can't do it. Yeah, nothing and wrong with Angry Birds. Nothing wrong at all. I uh, played StarCraft II uh, this last weekend. Uh, I ran uh, Mark Spagnola off uh, of my land. And um, <laughs> and then uh, Nicole was supposed to get some revenge upon me uh, Sunday night. Was it Sunday technically, night? Technically, I did beat you. No, you can't say that because I disappeared. <laughs> and uh, you can't say you're I winning if I'm not there. I looked at the resources. I would have had that's, you. That's what you say. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, where was I? Oh, I was out of town. He was out of town. Wow. And of course, I played uh, Monday Night Left 4 Dead Mutation. This week was uh, 
was a repeat um, uh, where you have unlimited 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 ammo, mm-hmm. and uh, that was fun. And then we played Team Fortress Two Tuesdays, and we had a special guest who showed up mm. fresh off his uh, trip with his wife. Uh, Scott showed up. Oh uh, yeah, I had a good time. Played oh, the I whole really, time. I'm I did fine that game. I, I did guess. forget. I totally forget. I played with you guys, and that was fun, dude. Love it. We got Nicole, dude. You should. Why are you? Oh, we Tuesday. I'll buy it. I, I I'm just mad that I missed it on, <laughs> on sale, sale for like three dollars or whatever yeah. it was in that Steam sale. Yeah. Now you're kind of so, holding out for that holiday sale or whatever. Yeah. I know they're going to put it on sale. Same yeah, they, same thing with Counter Strike Source. I want it so bad, but I missed it on the big sale. I have it. F you guys, I have it. But that's what I've been playing this week. All right. Very nice. And Nicole, what do you? You finished Mafia too. I finished Mafia 2, and I was thinking why I was uh, referring to this game as a first person when it is a third person action adventure. And it's because when you go into um, shooting zone, you zoom in and you you almost completely remove uh, the main character that you're playing, Vito, from the screen. So there were times where it felt like first person, but it is a it's a third person game nice and you um, in the on the whole though i'm really ugh, i'm so torn about this game because i'm kind of had it with like i've said last week i'm kind of had it with these grand theft auto games sure and i wanted to update you because when i talked to you with you last week i'd only kind of gotten into the initial part i mean literally had cracked it open just that previous evening now it is a lot of driving so you will drive quite a bit in this game mm. um but the one thing that i do like about this game is similar to, it's very similar to Grand Theft Auto in the sense that you have this kind of open world but it's a much more structured like i i need to do certain things there there's a storyline that you have to follow and it it's just i don't know it i felt like the game kept pushing me along versus with the Grand Theft Auto when i would go in there i'd be like woohoo going over here going over there what what's the story i don't even know there is a story <laughs> <laughs> right, that, but, that's true. Like Red Dead is that way for sure, where you can just kind of get exactly, lost and distracted. Exactly. There's so, a story. I don't care. Let me shoot stuff. So Mafia Two is a much more structured type of of game. I really enjoyed it. it this, the ending bummed me out a bit. The music was awesome because when I talked to you, I was still in the 40s, but you go to prison and then you come back and it's um, you're in prison for six years. And it's 1951. And so the music has changed. The women are dressing a little bit more scantily. <laughs> you get more play. You've been in prison for six years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, just the music alone was awesome. So, you know. Did you collect all the Playboys? I collected 20 of the 50. I couldn't uh. find all of them. But here, let me just give you this scenario Mark is in the other room in the office, and I hear. Hey, did you find any more plywoods? <laughs> <laughs> we know what he wants. Uh, so I'd say, yeah, I found a few more. And I, he'd come in and we'd look at him. And I'm like, okay. That's <laughs> and what's awesome. really funny, you can go into your options and you have all these stats, like how many cars you've stolen, how many locks you've picked, down at the very bottom. How long have you spent looking at the Playboys? Oh, <laughs> oh nice. That's a great that's a great Nothing stat. better than fun. <laughs> I would love to see the comparison of a woman playing this game versus oh. a man playing this game. I wonder how many guys are going to get in trouble when their their wife is like, 
Oh, this game looks neat. Oh, let me. Oh, you're turning it off. Let me see the stats. Oh, no, no. <laughs> My thought is, how many 14 year old boys have convinced their moms to buy this game for them, and they don't know what this game really is? Oh yeah, they're like mafia. Like- we like mafia. Mafia is great. <laughs> It's great. Please don't report on my porn usage, please, computer. <laughs> but it kind of reminds me that the, the the new movie that's our miniseries that's going to come out on HBO um, with Steve Buscemi, The oh, Empire. Yeah. Uh, it, it feels like that. Of course, that's I think in the twenties and thirties, but it's a continuation of the story. And I I'm actually a fan of this this story now, um, and I'm excited playing the downloadable content. I like it. All right, so. There you have it. So, uh, tell us about I, what. Oh, sorry, Brian. Can you compare this to like um, Heavy Rain? Do you feel like I liked it more than Heavy Rain? Really? Okay. Well, it's a very different game, though, right? Yeah, it, yeah. it is. But they're both kind of that real dark, yeah, kind of third-person kind of scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it isn't. But this is more like, Yo, Vinny, want me? I should rub him out. <laughs> I mean, it's that kind of stuff. <laughs> Yo, Joe. Yeah, Joey. Yeah, Joey. Yeah, that's exactly what it's like. Yeah, but. this kind of stuff drives me a little bananas, but I'm excited about it, so I'll I will try it out. Uh, tell us about light. Uh, is it Lightborn? What is this? Highborn. Oh, Highborn. Highborn. I told you about that last week. It's oh. like yeah, this is like a third week in a row. She's mentioned it. Hi, it's the one I everyone keep keeps telling me. So to... I keep playing this right. game, and it gets better and better. And I I had just mentioned it. Somebody um, keeps telling me. Everybody keeps telling me to play this, and I and it's you can do it's, multiplayer with it too. Uh, I may download so it while we're talking. So you can do matches. Yeah. Um, it, it's fun. It's it's very simple, but it's a lot of fun, turn-based. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just want to say, Over the Hill Gang, down both the Princes and the Blood Queen for the first time in oh, WoW. Right. Oh, and, I'm, and now we're, we're fighting Cindergrosa now. So oh, I she's just, the worst. <laughs> yeah, she is. She's, she talks a lot. What is that thing she always says? I guess something will destroy you or whatever. <laughs> Freaking drives me crazy. Anyway, good job, good job. You're that you're that much closer to the Lich King. Yeah. I'm told he's a bastard. Actually, I know he is. I fought him. Yep. <laughs> We're on first name basis. That's right. That's right. Well, that's a very odd mod. All right, still my favorite bumper because there's mm. a fart in it. I agree. Brian, time to talk about odd mod. Take it away. What do we got? All this week, I was looking around for some odd mods, uh, and I found something I was not aware of. Been around since 2008. It's called Team Fortress 2. What? D. Oh. 2D. Not Team Fortress 2, but 2D. (laughs) This is a top down, uh, kind of almost 8 bit kind of looking thing. Uh, But Team Fortress 2D is a Counter Strike 2D mod with almost all the features of Team Fortress 2, so you can get in there and play all your favorite classes, scout, soldier, pyro, demo man, heavy, engineer, medic, sniper, spy, all those guys. And I, I really like this the uh, the sniper. That's pretty neat because uh, it zooms in on the screen, and kind of like the sniper does, but it just seems more intuitive. But I was thinking, how popular could this little mod really be? Well, let me tell you. I know you guys heard me talk about, um, uh, what is it, Lead Dead Gold? Yeah. Yeah, lead, like de- or lead, lead and gold, lead and gold, lead and gold, <laughs> lead and, dead uh, gold, lead dead gold, <laughs> red, red dead lead gold. Got it. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I was I was shocked and surprised that when I got on the servers, there was like six hundred people playing this mm. around the world right now. Wow, this game is huge. So I'm I'm thinking what's happening here here is this mod is a favorite of Team Fortress two players who get at work have those stripped-down PCs and cannot possibly install this, but this runs from one executable. You can sneak it in 
on your USB thumb drive, plug it in, and you can run around and play pyro, which I like to do. Mm. Which Scott can attest to. I love that. Yeah, you're a good week. pyro. And I took you out a few times, but yeah. You did too. You did indeed. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, th- that's this week's uh, Odd Mod, Team Fortress 2D. Do check it out. We have links in the show notes. And uh, it was written in Blitz, Blitz Basic. And why is that important? Because uh, it's a very interesting programming language for those who are out there modding. <laughs> that is why it's important. It is important. Programming nerds unite. Sounds Thank cool. Thank you, nerds. Sounds cool. So uh, we'll, yeah, we will link that. And I, I, I got to change the notes up, but last week we forgot to link the odd mod. Yes. This week we remembered. Or we will right. remember. Right. We added it. So if you missed out last week, check out show notes from last week. We, we updated it. All right. When I say we, hey, I meant me. What? What? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I, I, I messed you up off. for segue. No, that was me. Here it is again. <laughs> hey, what? New. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's all right. Oh, we have some stuff that is new this week in releases, and we do have games coming out. Tom Clancy's Hawks 2 coming to the 360 and PS3, what, I'm sure, right? Yeah. What did you think about the first one? I thought that was a 360 exclusive. Am it I wrong right now? It might be. It might be. You might be right. I think I'm it may okay. be only 360, but Hawks is uh, the first Hawks I played and liked quite a bit. I'm just not a fan of aerial combat-y, mission-y games. So, yeah. so the, the genre itself eludes me, but it was a great implementation. Like, I'll take this over Namco's long-running series. What was it called? Afterburner? After, no. <laughs> Afterburner's fun in its own dumb way. But By the way, PS3, yes. P- Tom, oh, Tom it is Clancy's PS3. Hawks okay, is, cool, cool. Awesome. Yeah, that's You're cool. Right. Usually, Tom Clancy stuff's usually multi-platform. Not always, yeah. but mostly. Uh, well, you know what? That's not true. Well, is Ubisoft control all the Tom Clancy stuff now? I think they do. So they were they put out the last uh, Sam Fisher game mm-hmm. in 360 only. So I guess it is not always true that you can get those on all things. Anyway, <laughs> uh, in PC. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, I don't have any. So your name. mileage may vary. Your mileage may that? vary. Spider Man Shattered Dimensions, uh, much talked about Spider Man game coming to 360 Wii NDS. That's this week. Ooh. This looks fun. Yeah, it looks all right. I want to try it. My son is flipping out. He wants it so bad. Want DS? Wii? What's he want? He wants it on the 360. Actually, is this mm. the one with the Spider Man's? Yes, it is the one. No, with the <laughs> this with, is the ones with the Hulk's in it. <laughs> <laughs> now you gave me crap for saying Spider Man's last time. I like that. <laughs> I know. I'm still. That's still how I prefer to refer to it now. Thanks yeah, to totally. Amnesia: The Dark Secret. Oh, I forgot about Ruse. Ruse is coming to the 360 and PS3 already on the PC and uh, s- somewhat decently. Uh, received people like it i think it'll be good i i think it'll be good on the consoles we'll see uh, also from ubisoft amnesia the secret descent on the pc uh, what the hell's that the, i have no the idea dark oh. descent oh the dark descent what i say the secret descent oh <laughs> you know what it is i'm, I'm secretly descending <laughs> <laughs> something i have my cursor covering it and it looked like the word secret anyway my bad i like the secret descent it sounds like uh of course both of them sound kind of bad yeah that's true. Dragon Age yeah. Origins Witch Hunt DLC coming to 360 PS3 and the personal computer. You know, this makes me so sad because I never picked up Dragon Age and I had debated on it. And I, it's, it's like one of the games, one of the few games that I have just regretted not getting. I'll so. give you my copy. Really? I love Dragon Age. I didn't like it. Yeah, really? Nicole, Nicole's not a fan. Hook. It was boring uh, to me. I like the... Uh, okay. That being said, I love the PC version. I had a really good time with it, but I didn't finish it. And part of the reason I didn't finish it completely was because it was kind of boring. So really? I think Nicole's right. I think I liked it better than her, but I think she's right. I think Dragon Age 2 looks awesome. 
and mm. is way more action oriented, way more character oriented, way more Mass Effect 2 oriented, which is really what I like. So yeah. bring that on. I'm excited for that sequel. But you should still send it to Brian. Let him try it out. Yeah. And, and then I'll download the Witch Hunt and then I'll send it back to you. And I'll be like, oh, now I got this DLC with no game. <laughs> oh, you can have it. I don't want it. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> which, game, which version you have? PS3? Uh, P- yeah, PS3. PS3. Uh, Aeon, Assault on Ballerina or Baloria? Balura. 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 I kind of had fun with Aeon for a couple days. Remember that, Nicole? For, for like the first 10 levels, and then you're like, eh. Flying stinks. Yeah. The stuff that looked, the things that looked the, the most exciting kind of yes. weren't very fun. I don't know. And then the whole PvP aspect where you're like, ah, yeah. they're just going to gang up and kill you every time. The lack of an auction house, the, the yeah. incredible amount of spamming that was going on. Yeah. I just couldn't do it. But I don't know. How, how, was, how was the Aeon community, listeners? If you're still playing that game, let us know. That would be, I would be really cool. Uh, like really to interested it. to see, hear if people are still playing it. I would too. So let us know. Somebody explain it. They went making something follow up. They went and, That's nah. true. Somebody. Well, Korea is crazy about it. So who knows? Yeah, true. The Sims 3 fast lane stuff. What? That can't be right. <laughs> it's another <laughs> add on to Sims 3. Fast lane stuff is really the name of their game. All right. It's is an that really what does that even mean? It's a standalone expansion, which is nice, I guess. PC and Mac. And I don't know what fast lane stuff. I'm guessing it's cars and you can raise your own uh, traffic cones. I don't know. And stuff. <laughs> raise your own. <laughs> I don't know what that is. And then finally, we have Batman, the Brave and the Bold, the video game on the Wii and DS. Brian wants this. I want this. Why I you- like this. Have you, seen, have you seen the trailer for this? No, I have not watched this the trailer. This looks super fun. I put the YouTube video in there. All right, well, let me just... Don't watch it now, I but just, later on. I just want to take leisure. a look. I just want to see a little bit oh, here. Take, you can actually play the trailer. It's actually very fun. Oh, look at this. It's like uh, Batman that's the Animated cartoon. Series. Yeah. Oh, that's very cool. Mm. So, wait, wait, where's I'm the game? with Arkham Asylum. Where's the graphics? Oh, there's some graphics. Well, that looks pretty good. I like it. I mean, it's a beat em up. It, yeah, it's actually, it's, a, it's absolutely a beat em up. It, it harkens back to the old Batman of the 60s, and it's just, it's so much fun. Uh, you know what? You kind of sold me. This looks pretty fun, but I don't want it on these two platforms. I hardly touch my Nintendo stuff these days. Yeah. So give it the to DS, me. The DS would be fine. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Fine. The DS would be fun. My iPhone would be fine. The DS XL, so you can really see the really big graphics. Oh, Nicole, I got to ask. So, Highborn, oh. better on the. Uh, do you have the phone version or the iPad version? I have the iPad version. And okay, I think I'm going to do that. Yep. Right. I recommend. It's two ninety nine. Yeah, well, I mean, what are you going to do? It's cheap. It's only ninety nine cents on the iPhone. All right. Uh, before we move on to our old school segment, uh, quick mention of Typefrag. Love Typefrag. They continue to provide wonderful ventrilo service for us. And for listeners of The Instance, many of you may have heard about them there. Don't forget to use the code SCORE when you check out. That's 50% off your first month of that server, whatever that server may be. 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. 35, Brian, 40, 45, no wait, 50 man server. Even that one, half off. You know, that that's the first time you've not screwed that up. I know, it's because I'm getting better <laughs> as I go. Uh, the awesome stuff from Typefrag. Do not forget to check them out. They are wonderful people, and uh, we know you'll love them as well. That's typefrag.com move on to our old school segment. We're kicking it old school. And we are kicking it old school. This is the much beloved segment on the show where we talk about an old game from the past and we um, decide if it's still cool and we play a little sound file from it. So let's do that real quick. Uh, How many of you remember the game Smash TV? I do. Nicole? Mm. Oh. Oh. We're going to have to 
kick her. I don't know. We're gonna have to school you. We're gonna have to school you in uh, old Smash TV. All right. If you if you like dual stick shooter games, like uh, uh, I'm trying to think of an example. Smash TV. Well, no, but like Geometry Wars or yeah. any of those games where you play like that. Two sticks, shoot with one, move with the other one. <laughs> yes. They owe their heritage to Smash TV. Or rather, gotcha. their heritage is Smash TV. And it was an arcade game that came out in 1997, 87, sorry, I think. And 1990. I, uh, was it 90? It says, it says on the Wikipedia page, 1990, arcade mm, game. You're probably right. That sounds right. What a great game this was. I, I played the living crap out of it. I put more quarters into it than I care to admit at this point of the show. <laughs> and it was really, really great. Uh, the play mechanic was very similar, as says Wikipedia, to that of Eugene Jarvis's earlier Robotron 2084. So you could argue Robotron was really the first one of these. But the dual stir controls. Yeah, but it's very Robotron. similar. Yeah. Uh, borrowing a lot aesthetically from things like Running Man. And that's exactly what I loved about it because it was totally that whole Running Man theme. Mm-hmm. Set in 1999, and you're killing dudes and trying to survive this kind of futuristic game show. And the host was ridiculous. He would yell things like "Total Carnage, I love it," and "Dude," and I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> uh, oh man! And he would look. The, he would have two women on each arm, and he would look down at their uh, their bo- boobs. Say this. You can say boobs. Yeah, I can say boobs. Okay. Yeah, Nicole, Nicole knows what yeah. those are. Those are, does she? <laughs> Yeah, movies. She's like our little sister. We can tease her about her. her <laughs> but it's so funny. I don't know about he that. Was, <laughs> maybe not. My but sister. he was so the the perverted Richard Dawson kind of. Do you want to hear yeah. the rudest thing I used to do to my sister? Can I just say this real quick? Do it. Sure. My sister Wendy, um, who came to nerd. She <laughs> I'm sure she's going to appreciate this. By the way, she, yeah, well, she doesn't listen, so it'll be fine. <laughs> she uh, she when she was young, and I guess I'd have been probably in high school, and she was just barely I don't know, like eleven or twelve or something. She, she'd be in the house and I would walk up to her and I would grab a salt shaker because I live in Salt Lake, right? <laughs> and in Salt Lake City... Where the salt's free! Well, there's a, there's a big area out where uh, near the lake where people race uh, super fast cars and it's called the Salt yeah. Flats and it's also where the, the intro to um, uh, Knight Rider was filmed. So when you see Knight Rider riding, he's out on that big flat kind of white thing that's, that's called the Salt Flats. So my sister would come home from school or whatever and I'd grab a salt shaker and I would... She'd walk out and I'd shake it all over her chest and go, look, everybody, it's the salt flats. Oh, I know. Is that I terrible? When I see you, I'm going to kick your butt. <laughs> she, uh, at the time, I thought it was really funny. Oh, I feel really bad about it now. And she still says, you have no idea what they used to do to me. I'm like, oh. Evil. I can imagine. And I was a, kind of a jerk when I was She should have in the nuts and went, look, <laughs> nut, the nut job. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Anyway, back to this. Uh, so did your mom ever send you out to the salt flats to get some salt for the dinner? <laughs> no. Just ask. She never did right. that. No. There was, dude, you could buy salt anywhere. And it wasn't <laughs> the kind of salt you'd want to eat. It's pretty bad. Really cool place, though. That's really nifty to see that place. Nifty. Uh, yeah, I said so, it. So, so Smash TV, huh? Yeah, Smash TV. So that game's awesome. Uh, played the living <laughs> hell out of it. And I think we should play I a clip. Played this, yeah. Brian Dunaway played it, and uh, this is where I got the sound file from. And uh, you didn't fare much better in this than you did last week. And uh, I did a little better. Okay, a little better. I, yeah, I would say that considering, like I said, I try to record it the first time I, I play it, and so you, there's a lot of things you forget, and yeah. so you have to get your you have to get your groove on before you can really start playing good. Yeah, that's, and, that's uh, yeah. Fair. So I ran straight in and got killed. Yeah, <laughs> totally don't worry. The, the chat room's saying that uh, it's a hard game. It is a hard game. It's hella, Thank you, hella, hella hard. No question about it. Here's a small sound clip. My favorite part is the very end, so I'm going to play the whole thing. Bingo! Let's go! 
I like that repeating crowd noise. I do too. That's you, that's you saving a chick, right? Yeah. Yeah, saving somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. You'll need it. Okay, that's the, that's the announcer. It's a condescending little bastard. Anyway, that is the sounds, the lovely, sultry sounds of Smash TV. That's so much fun. That's so much fun. If you've ever played it, you got to play it. Oh, it's so much fun, Nicole. Great game. It's just like we can't do multiplayer, huh? Yeah. Um, You know what it did? It did real time multiplayer. Well, like two two of you on two sticks, right? Co-op. Yeah. Right. It was total co-op. I'm talking like you played in Salt Lake and in Phoenix. (laughs) Yeah. Don't think that's going to happen. My MAME emulator hasn't quite added that multiplayer patch yet. Yeah. But hey, let's hope they do. But it's 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 a fondly thought of game, and I think it was worthy of uh, some attention this week. So it was actually Brian's idea. Brian, good job on our pick for the week. Thank you. And I think someone actually recommended that to me, but I can't remember at the time. So I'm gonna just gonna thank thank you for them also. You're just gonna take full credit. I understand. That's right. Okay. Sucker. Force feedback. Force feedback. Time for force feedback. This is where you say things, and we get to read them and then talk about them. Uh, let's do uh, our first force feedback comes in the form of something I forgot to put up here and that's okay because I'll read the emails instead mm. Brian and Scott says bio and Nicole. what and Nicole <laughs> and Nicole <laughs> just, just add her name to it yeah, she won't do that. sorry Brian and Nicole well she has the notes she's looking at them <laughs> That's all right. Some of these people still aren't clear what's going on. I love the show and keep hearing about the different times you guys play on Steam. I was wondering if there was a posting somewhere of the dates, times, and games. Also, do you have a Steam group? What is the exact spelling? Please, do you have one? Says Bioman. <laughs> uh, Bioman, that is all true. And Brian here will tell you how to find out because he kind of set it all up. Brian, how do, we, how do people get in on the fun? Well, first you go to steampower.com. If you don't already have Steam, which you should, uh, once you get there, you can go to the community section and search for... I think it's the final score. Let me type it in and see how it comes up, and that would be the easiest way for you to find it. Is that the way it is? I don't know. I think it's called the the final score. Let me let me do a search. Hold on a second. I'm going to answer this real time. But while he's doing that, I'm going to tell you that I've taken the the RSS feed from the Steam group and put it into our Facebook group. Oh, so so if you're a Facebook person, you can go to Facebook.com/slash. Final score. Nicole is lord of Facebook integration. <laughs> Seriously, she, she just she's got this stuff all connected, uh, which is great because it saves us time not having to do it. But I know that I know that that can be found there. But you, if so, Brian, did you find it? Heck no! What the crap? Oh, no, then go to our Facebook fan page. This yeah. is hard, and, and it's <laughs> it's facebook.com slash final score show, and you'll all the updates for. Um, Team Fortress 2, Left 4 Dead, all of that is fed into that page yes. from the Steam. Yeah. If you don't use Facebook. And if you can write down real quick, you can write this. Steamcommunity.com forward slash groups forward slash final score show. Yeah. And Brian Br- was easier. Brian will do. Yeah. Listen, this is what Brian or Nicole are going to do because I'm going to make one of them do it. They're going to make a page. <laughs> they're going to make a page on nice. finalscoreshow.com. That has all this info on it. We'll have like a community game page or something. And we'll not only put that on there, but as we get further down the road and we start having some PSN nights and some 360 nights and all that other kind of stuff, we will add that there as well. So keep and, your eyes there. And we are at 397 members. You could be the 400th. Yeah. What's with that low number? Come on, guys. Got to get that higher. That's, also, That's almost as high as Extra Life. 
Oh, what's that one? What group is Five, that? Five ninety four. Really? I didn't know I had yeah. a group for Extra Life. <laughs> That's weird. And well, also, there's five hundred ninety four <laughs> members who disagree. Also, my <laughs> my Steam uh, friends list is I've gone over. I can't get any more now. Mm, I don't I'm know sorry, what to do about sad. that. That's okay. It's not that sad. Well, we need forums too. We have forums. For oh yes, yeah, right. The yeah, Discord has forums. We do. You just click it and you go. It's awesome. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> we need it. We not only need it, we got it. Yeah, we got it. We have it. So go check it out. Finalscoreshow.com. Got another email from Watai of AIE and uh, the AIE Guild. To Scott, Nicole, and Brian. That actually says Nicole. Yay. The developers have no reason to complain about people buying used games. Every used game that is bought, they have already collected the money from. It's not like they use, or excuse me, it's not like when a used copy is bought that the number of players has increased. If they can't handle the cost of the server loads from the number of new games bought, then they need to reevaluate their budgeting. I have no sympathy for them on this subject. They are just greedy little bastards looking for another way to make a buck without a lot of work, if any, says Benjamin Smith, what high of AIE, uh, and Garamus on Twitter. Interesting take, um, if a little angry, but um, I would say... <laughs> if a little bitter. I would say... It, it makes sense, though. This I is mean, one of the problems with the debate, is that there are very sensible arguments on, on both sides, and I would say, like Nicole just did, this is a sensible argument that you're making. The problem is, the developers have a pretty convincing argument, too, if you listen to them. So, I don't know where I land yet on this, because... It, it's, if there aren't, it's, it's not like when you buy a used game, it's a duplicated copy. It's the mm-hmm. same copy they already sold and already have the infrastructure in place to to maintain online. It's mm-hmm. just that they didn't get double the money. Yeah, right. It, because they're saying if that used game wasn't out there, if you were going to play this game, you would go to the store and buy a new game. Yeah, and we would see that revenue. And really, the issue isn't me, the consumer, versus them, the developer. It's me, the consumer. It's it's the them, the developer, and the middleman, GameStop, or someone like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a it's a it, fundamental argument about content and dis- distribution and how all that. And lays. I see it also as a a, a usage problem because uh, my background uh, back in '98 was I helped set up an ISP, and one of the things about ISP we sold. To so many customers, but we knew only 10% of the customers would be online at any one point in time. So we only had X number of phone lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's how we stayed in business because we couldn't afford to give them the low prices that we did without doing that. Uh, isn't this, isn't so that the if, same thing with the uh, unlimited bandwidth argument? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so the same concept we kind of applied here for the developers. They're going, okay, through we're going to sell this game when it first starts out. And through attrition – we're going to slowly lose some of those users, and we will know, and, and we'll be able to boost that whenever somebody buys the new game. When you have, when you're selling used games, you're kind of skewing that a little bit, so that you know there may Much, be an increase. It's not like they're selling, but see that that works. That argument works if there were, if by somehow buying a used game meant that that used game still had an original owner that was still playing it. Well, no, it works in the fact that you would assume that uh, you would you would assume that say fifty percent of the users would drop off through attrition and would no longer be using it. Uh, but with the used game market, you may be looking at 60 or 70% because people are buying the used games and they're still staying on oh, because it's not the same individual. I see. Does that the make dro- sense? That's the, the same reason why you can't pass a warranty on on a lot of car parts like batteries and stuff like at AutoZone. Right. Because they, they bank on the fact that when you sell that, that car, because you're only going to keep the car for so many years, 
that the person who buys it after you is not going to use that warranty. Right. So the drop right the drop drop off doesn't occur that way. I totally get that. See, that's my point. Is that is a valid argument about sides. about exactly. about that side and the on the other side. Uh, right now, I kind of tend to lean toward everybody's trying to make double money. Yeah. Uh, well, it, it, it's so hard to say because we get, we get to talk to a lot of well, I've been talking more to game developers lately, and it seems like I'm I'm getting a little bit more skewed the other way because I'm like constantly getting inundated with that. Well, you know, we make these many games, and they don't sell anything, so we have to depend on our blockbuster to carry mm-hmm. us through the rest of it. And so it's like, yeah, but you guys suck. <laughs> you know, so. Great uh, argument. It's also an but, issue. It's also an issue of games as service versus games as as consumable. Uh, you know, yeah, hardware or or. or Something that doesn't get reused or 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 used in a different way over and over. It's like it's difficult to say. Well, as we are in this weird transition period, games are more and more becoming a service and less and less a commodity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so their argument is just going to get stronger on the development side because that is going to be mostly what your games are doing is being treated as a service. Yeah, well, well Benjamin, you keep you keep killing those developers in. Uh... <laughs> Did you see that what Nick says in the chat room? He works at GameStop and has had a bunch of people who come in, buy a used game, and return it in uh, in the seven day period, so they don't have to pay anything. Is that yeah. does that work? Like I used that? to do that in the nineties. I used to do that. <laughs> they, they, the thing is, that's a store policy thing, though. Uh, yeah, you know, if they're going to be, I bet st- if you did that enough times with the same people, like in a small one like mine, I bet you they would call you. So- on that. Software etc. used to give you thirty days, and we'd go in there and we called it the thirty day game rental. We would go in there and we would buy the game and we would play it for 30 days and easily beat it. No problem. Mm-hmm. Probably in 10 days. And then we'd take it back and they didn't care. It was a Keep terrible, terrible policy. And guess what company doesn't exist anymore? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. So quit doing that, you dummies. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, we got some uh, some some good stuff there. So I, I, I can't wait for the feedback. It's a It's a... It's a we need to talk about the value of video games one day. I mean, that should be a whole topic we should do mm-hmm. because... It's, it's, it's crazy, the devaluation of a game after you've bought it. Yes, I agree. It's crazy. Kind of like a car. Let's do some yeah. uh, iTunes shout-outs before we head out of here and Nicole goes out on the town and has a party. Whoop. Uh Bad Pepsi left us a five-star review on iTunes. <laughs> nice. Like funny bad nice Pepsi. name. He says, I love this podcast. It's not a super hardcore gaming podcast, but it's good to just lay back and relax and listen. Sweet. <laughs> I'm not sure how I feel about that. Vader, I like it. Vader 8, who beat the other evil Vaders, uh, mm-hmm. comes in and says, um, da, 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 da. Uh, anyway, he really likes the show. There's too much to read there. Uh, someone in here gave us one star and told <laughs> says that the co-host, Brian, thinks he's Brian Regan. I, think that- <laughs> I don't even know. I read that. I'm like, who is Brian Regan? He's a comedian. <laughs> I know. I had to look him up. And he's all right. He's funny. So. But oh, I, don't think Brian, funny. I don't think Brian sounds like Brian Regan. I'm mean? sorry if I do. Sometimes I, I, I've listened to Brian Regan, so I'm certainly influenced by Brian Regan. And I've probably made jokes that were similar to Brian Regan. So, yeah, I can yeah, see that. Who knows? And I'll fix it to Pacey. I, and kid. all I got to say is, Brian Regan, stop giving us low scores because I do bad <laughs> impressions of you. <laughs> uh, but as always, we appreciate any and all feedback we get. So please head on over to iTunes and, uh, and check it out. And I'm glad pe- people have been very fond of the new album artwork. I'm very happy to hear that. I like it. I kind of awesome. worked hard on that. So thank you so much for that. Uh, don't forget to email us your feedback, your questions, and your audio calls. We didn't play any today because there weren't much to play. Uh, to podcast at finalscoreshow.com. The site is finalscoreshow.com. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash Nicole Spag. Mission Deep and Extra Life is where all three of us can be found. 
Uh, don't forget about GoDaddy codes, Frog1, Frog2, and Frog3. Saves money on domains, hosting, renewals, and more. And again, thanks to TypeFrag. Don't forget that code. That code is SCORE, S-C-O-R-E. Save that first month's half off of your Ventrilo server. Uh, also, what else? We got some cool stuff coming. Brian and I uh, got our headsets from Turtle Beach. We're going to be reviewing those soon. Brian, first impressions real quick. I know we're not going to do a full uh, review, but... Love them. Yeah. So excited. So kids, excited. Kids, I'm having to wrestle them for my family. Yeah, I'm very excited. We're <laughs> going to talk all about these coming up soon. Can't wait to, to do that some more. Uh, I think that's going to be it. Any parting thoughts, Nicole, before you uh, go out and, and teach um, the state of Georgia how it's done? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm, I'm just looking forward to seeing everybody. That's well, going to be fun. You'll have to report next week on how things went. Yes, uh, Brian, you're heading out there tomorrow. Uh, any any thoughts from you? Yeah, uh, we're going to be at uh, the Twit table and come by and see us. Very nice. Look for all our friends. I have stickers and buttons. Oh, well then. <laughs> stickers and buttons done, for everybody. Done deal. <laughs> hey, that was Brian Regan right then. Just kidding. Was it? No, no it so. wasn't at all. I don't know what that guy's talking about. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Thank you guys so much for being here. We will be here next week for show number 22. Until then, have a wonderful week and take care. Just laugh. Take care. I don't know why. <laughs> Take care. You guys be safe. You guys be real safe. I like you guys. Now that's Brian Regan. Now there's some Brian Regan. And I don't Motorola two or a Droid two, Droid X, Droid Incredible. Dude, make up your damn minds. What is your effing phone called? <laughs> <laughs> For more information about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there.